Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to an all-new Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down Season 4, Episode 6, titled Rule Number 155, Go with the Magician. It is the season finale. We're so excited, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello again, AfterBuzzers. Thank you for tuning in to our Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamB43. We have a full panel tonight. Let's start right next to me. Hey guys, I'm Lucretia Lyons. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me on all social media at Rockin' Mama Life. And I'm Tara Johnson. You can find me everywhere at TJ Wagging Her Tail. And of course, guys, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV and all social media platforms. Rate, review, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback. And I have a feeling you guys might be binging this in the future, maybe six months from now on Netflix. We still want to hear your thoughts on the episode. So comment on YouTube and tweet at us because I'm sure we'll still want to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Well, we were chatting about this before we went on the air. This season has been very heavy, very mm-hmm. short and very heavy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like a bad date. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, what the heck is wrong with me tonight? Um, no, but it's been odd because we know we have this not a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. And we're throwing in a very dark storyline, which is, I think, the darkest that we've seen thus far on the show. I mean, it's real yeah. life. But it's taken up, you know, I want to say, what, four of the six episodes, basically? Yeah. yeah. The death Definitely. of... Yeah, the, the yes, the yeah. death of yeah. Abby's, Abby's mother and, and the stroke. stroke. Like, do you guys think that it's been overwhelming? Or do you think it's, you know, oh, this is a good show. This is what real life is like. I think it's been a little overwhelming because most of the show has dealt with dark stuff, but sprinkled in uh, through much lighter moments. This one, though, has been... Just sprinkles of light moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing with her dad, I mean, Abby has her stuff and she spins out a lot, but I just feel like this thing with her her mom and her dad has even, like, made this dark cloud even bigger over her, Mm -hmm. which really isn't what the Abby character, in my opinion, is really about. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not about her having this guilt and her feeling like she can't take care of certain things. It just... It's added, like, a weight to her that I just am not used to for this character. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a lot. I mean, it could be argued either way. It's hard for me to kind of hone in on if I feel like this is real life or not, because sometimes real life is just like that, you know? Like, we've all had those moments where it's, like, when it rains, it pours, and Mm -hmm. it just feels like everything is going to crap. Um, And so that, I think, you know, yeah, that is kind of like life. Sometimes you just have, like a really rough patch and it just keeps getting worse and then like hopefully there's a light after there you work your way through it but in terms of the show it it feels like we've had so much dumped in it and it almost feels a little artificial in terms of like the writing like they knew they were getting this short arc to sort of like finish out the season and this season as a whole feels like it shouldn't be a whole season. You know, it feels like it's setting up for the last season. So I'm hoping that the next set of mm-hmm. episodes are a little bit more sensical and less intense so that 
the storylines wrap up in a way that's not like, what's happening? What's it? Like, yeah. That's how I felt tonight. I was like, what, 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 what? Yeah, I mean, we're nine <laughs> minutes in and we fast forward through commercials and we go, oh my God, this has been a lot yeah, in a nine lot. minutes. Let's start off this after show by talking about Joe. God, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know what you guys think, but I think this all is a very bad idea with Joe going to business with Albert. And Terrible idea. When someone says, I know it's really weird, I'm just really happy and zen right now. Like, something bad's about to happen <laughs> to you. But I don't, it's, okay, I guess the question I have is, is it bad because it's Albert or because, is it bad because it's a man giving money? Like, I, like, because I honestly, I mean, yeah, they haven't, they haven't been dating that long. But Albert does have tons of money. And yeah. I really do feel like his offer to her was super sincere. And he said no strings. So I, and I'm not There's a person There's never who's a, no strings. Yeah, but I guess I'm not the one who's just like, and my mother's going to kill me to say this. But <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like this borderline person who's like, never accept money from a man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Like, that's just not at all what I'd see it as being about a man, though. I just think it's, like, never mix business with pleasure. Never go into business with, like, family or close friends because it Mm. never ends well. And we've seen it with Abby and Barbara, you know. Yes, that's true. But I'm sort of with you in the, I really feel like Albert was genuine and he wants to help and he's really trying here. And yes, as we say, like, you know, using Abby and Barbara as an example, that, you know, it doesn't end well, but what about this may not end? I mean, that's sort of the thing. Okay. Is they might wind up and together. He, and he never mentioned that he yeah. wanted to be a part of the business. Unlike exactly. Abby, he just said, yeah. you, want, you need a loan? You need the money? There you but go. But it yeah. never ends at that. Especially you know, like in TV. Never does. Yeah. Yes. It never does. I see, I'm glancing at the chat and I see someone said it's both as far as yeah. it being Albert and it being like a man giving money. I'm like, it's yeah. both. I mean, if it was just the Albert thing, I would say, okay, maybe there's something else. But I just think that there's a stipulation with this show. It's like girl power. Doing it on your own. And Joe seemed to kind of jump into things. And even though Zoe annoys me Mm -hmm. um, a Mm -hmm. lot, I love the actress, (laughs) but, you know, the character, I'm like, oh, God, Zoe, just just put a can in it already. But she was the voice of reason this episode. She knew her mother was making a mistake. I so disagree. I so disagree. I, I disagree with with two points. One, I don't think that the mistake was going into business with going into business. I think it was accepting money from Albert. Like I just think that in general, if, if there's just always strings, and if they you say there's no strings, then you need to make a contract and write it out and have it. And like that's the problem is when you go into business with somebody who's like, oh, I'm going to do it as a favor, and then nothing's in writing, and then down the road you end up in a really uncomfortable situation. But I hated that moment when Zoe was like, oh, this this isn't right, you're gonna spin out, and like, the Joe that, like, look at Joe, she has made this incredibly successful business, and she's got her stuff together, and she's making huge strides to, like, grow as a person, and she's in a really good place, and she's not making this decision out of, like, some desperate, heated, 
rash moment. Like, her initial response was, no, that's, am I going to do that? I'm not going to do that. And then she thought about it and, you know, say what you want. She's built a business for herself. She knows what she's doing. Rise and Shine is actually a really cute idea. Like, she had a great concept. I think that Zoe was judging her on the mom that she has been in the past and not the woman she is right now. But in Zoe's defense, because I actually do agree that I think that Joe uh, coming around to the idea is not a bad idea. Uh, And I just feel like at least Albert said loan. He wasn't, you know, uh, and didn't want to offend her. And it was like a genuine offer. But I feel like Zoe is coming from the place of her mom before because Mm -hmm. she hasn't seen the strides other than the way she Mm -hmm. is now. And she's coming from a place of concern for not wanting to see her go down a dark road, which I totally get, especially being the more adult child that she's always been. But I think that's my issue. Like, I mean, I appreciate the fact that Joe and Zoe have this relationship, and I think it's something that every mom and daughter, like, aspire to. At least every yeah. mom, like, have this honesty with their daughter. But I do think there's just times where a kid needs to be a kid mm-hmm. yeah. and be in a kid's place. And I just really felt like yes. when Zoe was having that conversation with her mom, she wasn't in a place of being a kid. She wasn't, in my opinion, wasn't in a place of being, like, a supportive friend. It felt really judgmental to me. It was me. disrespectful mm-hmm. and Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> you don't Lindsay, know what you... you guys would not be having it. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I mean, no, no. Yeah, Disrespectful, judgmental. I, it Good felt enough. that way. It really felt that way. And I was just like, Zoe, come on, like, mm-hmm. get in your place. Do you know what I mean? Like, stay in your mm-hmm. lane. I felt like you were riding everybody's lane on the other side of the street. Like, get back in <laughs> She needs to go say yeah. the time well, out until she can use her nice words. She mm-hmm. does, but with that being said, I do think that we might find out in this next and final season that she does possibly have a point and know her mother better than us as an audience. She's yeah. also a fictional character, you know, so we yeah. all need mm-hmm. to remember that. But, you know, I think that <laughs> Joe jumps into things sometimes. <laughs> I really can't wait till I'm right. Yeah. I, think she's, I think it's so going to be amazing. On this. Yeah, I think, yeah. the, I think no. her business is going to be. I think no. I think the business is going to be amazing. Well, I do. I love that we disagree on this. Let us know what you guys think by tweeting at us and in the comments. Um, next, of course, we have Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Who I I paused mid episode and I go did a lot of time pass and <laughs> they didn't say or did I miss it say like three months later I back us up with Keiko 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 yeah it so, felt a little weird yeah yeah I feel like there was a lot of missing scenes I mean and we sort of figure out that she didn't get to sell the house and is renting it out like Airbnb yeah. style I guess which makes sense to but, Keiko yeah it was like okay. Tourist. We miss some stuff. Or yeah. like she's having like a border now or something. Yeah. Like somebody rent out her guest house, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's needs, the ex- needs the income. Yeah. But I just want to say too. I mean, there seemed to be a lot of interest in her home the past few episodes. So why couldn't that realtor, who's a little butt hurt, sorry, because <laughs> yeah. like, again, she's the worst realtor right. ever. We yeah. talked about it last yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Like what realtor? That like, it just. No. She's yeah, like, I need it? a break. Yeah. No. And, and I want to lower the price. Well, then you yeah. no longer be one of my realtor. Yeah. And yeah. Get like, I'm less finding somebody else. Money also. Yeah. You know, it, uh, and, you know. Well, but that is how the market is. I'm not going to lie. Like, that yeah. is kind of how the market is. You could put a listing up one month and it could be valued super high because the market is driving crazy. And then if that, you know, sale falls through and a month later you try to put your house on, you might not get. A hundred thousand mm-hmm. over asking price, like you would have a month ago. So there's yeah, that so is much true. Realistic. 
That is true. I, you know, it was kind of a random thing to throw in with us. Again, you know, we don't have time for this, guys. But <laughs> I thought it was, there was a couple really funny lines in there that she was throwing a surprise party for this woman, and Keiko does not speak English. Yes. Um, and just uses an app to communicate and says that, like, Phoebe's been so great, and she gave her the clap. Yeah, that was and, so funny. <laughs> yeah. I just was like, it's we amazing. all, like, laughed. It's like, did you give Keiko the clap? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I don't know, I just loved it. So there, um, let's just break down this party that she has specifically, and then we'll get into Delia and Barbara and Abby and all that. But the party, I love the parties in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always so much freaking drama. Like, I divide our after show by character, and then I'm like, but the party has its own... Right, its yeah. own character. <laughs> yeah. Like, it has its own theme, feel. Yeah, and I mean, Delia is dealing with the fact that she thinks she might be pregnant. I yeah. thought that as soon as she fainted. I was like, oh, yeah. oh this is the best storyline for Delia, is to get yeah. her pregnant, because she hates children. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know that she yeah. hates children. I think that she doesn't think that she would be a good mom. And I think mm. there's a lot of women that for whatever reason, you know, their childhood or their what they've seen role modeled for them, they don't believe that they would be capable of being a parent. And I think it's a realistic storyline. And I think that's the issue. I don't think she hates children. I think she just doesn't envision herself as that kind of woman, whatever that means. And I mean, because I don't know if she knows what that kind of woman is. Remember, her, yeah. like, her mom, yeah. her mom her passed died, away yeah. or left yeah, or something. Father, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I, I don't think she thinks she has any type of role model and given the life that she has right now and how she operates and thrives and mm-hmm. what everyone knows her as as being like a raving bitch and you know the lawyer from hell kind of thing I think in her mind she doesn't think there's a space for her to be a really great mom. She doesn't see that part of her that she sees in Abby or Joe and Barbara like she says it all the time like you guys are so great with your kids but I, I think if she opened her mind, because we have seen her interact with Abby's kids, mm-hmm. yeah. whenever Phoebe's kids are yeah. around, you know, maybe <laughs> there's interaction there. I just don't think she's opened herself to it. And the thing about this episode that I wished we would have had at least a moment is for her to at least contemplate that. Like, mm-hmm. there was no contemplation on her part. It was just no, if if I am pregnant, I'm handling it. And that was just the end of it. Yeah, yeah I think mm. we'll get some... Discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we, oh, we yeah. definitely That's have a but yeah. I'm thinking when they're having this conversation, you know, and she's not feeling well at the party, and Albert's there. Mm-hmm. I mean, who else could she be pregnant by? I don't think it's Gordon. It could be Gordon, but I don't think that's what we're going for here. No, she's pregnant by Paul. Yeah, Paul. it's gotta be Paul. No, it's not gonna be Paul. Yes, you guys, Paul. not enough time. It's yes, Albert. Enough. No, it's gotta be it's Paul. It's been, uh, you know, way too long since Albert. I don't think... I Honey, think... she would have a positive pregnancy test, like, within four to five weeks of, you guys, of being with him. And that's how long they've been together. But... Mm-hmm. I mean, they worked on that whole probe, like that whole oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. They've been together for like a while. Been, yeah. been at least a month and a half. Now, I would tell you that that would be a fantastic story plot twist. Like There's that no would be no like, oh my god, yeah, or Gordon. I, I will just say to my defense that TV, the time, <laughs> pa- like we have been watching. Like there will be a show yeah. where I'll watch for three years, and they're like, oh, six months have passed. Yeah. And I think that time is not, you know, she could be, like, three months pregnant. No, she wouldn't be having, like, she wouldn't be having the symptoms she's having right now at, like, three months in. Really? Those are, like, yeah. early it's just pregnancy. Right yeah. or, those are, like, early pregnancy, like, the first 12 weeks. Well, unless they're going to pull a Ross and Rachel where they had sex and no one knew about it. Remember they had yes. that moment <laughs> earlier in the season where I was, like... 
they still dig each other. It was like one yeah. moment. Oh, man. This entire season, unless something like that happened and we didn't know about it. Yeah. But then why would she ask Cordero Cause she probably, what I mean, his opinion was? Because yeah. maybe she, she didn't think about it. I don't know. No. But I think that's a really mm-hmm. interesting, like, writers. Check out Sam. That's mm. interesting. I mean, because I'm yeah. thinking the reason she was saying that to uh, uh, Paul was because, you know, it's like, it's not his. Yeah. Yes. No, it has yeah, to be. His. Yeah, I would think it. All right. Just based on the timeline, the timing, it feels it's been like, too yeah. far. Yeah. Because well, you also have to think between last season and this season, we had a whole like she had like a whole relationship with Mike that we didn't know about that was yeah. like super serious, and then like all this stuff, like a lot of stuff happened between the last two seasons, like last season and this season. Way too much time. She would have already had the baby. Well, I like the prospect, though. Yeah, just, I could say that would happen on General Hospital, but I don't think girlfriends guy would do that. Um, I'm I'm, how different <laughs> is this, though? Really, right? The I'm writing's a little better. No, it's a lot better. Yeah, it's a lot better. Uh, I watched no. GH and it sucks. Definitely <laughs> a lot better. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, Delia has these very serious discussions with Paul, and terrible timing. Also, oh, yeah. Were they discussions though? Like. That was another thing. She wasn't really... I mean, she was condemning him before he had all the information. Like, how do you feel about this issue? And he was like, just giving like a blanket politician type of response. And she took it as really like a judgment call to her. And I was like, this isn't fair. He doesn't have all the deets. Like, give him all the details and then let him make a really informed decision. Like, give the guy a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She was having crazy time. It was just, she's yeah. going through something. She's very well, I think, no, I, I, I can't speak from experience, but I mean, when you're, pre- I know, like, do you know ever, you're like, oh, I'm sick, crap. Like, I knew with deep down. both of my kids, like, the second yeah. I was like, pre- I was like, oh, word? Like, yeah. in the middle of it, when you no, were in the hobby, was like, doing it. The no, it doesn't work <laughs> oh, like that, I mean, guys. you said the minute, I was like, no, wow, no, you like are some it, sensitive, hormonal, within, like, that is some real stuff. Look who's talking <laughs> Within, over like, here. three to four, no, but I am, like, my hormones, like, really sensitive, but, like, within a couple of days after, I was, like, you know, lightheaded, and, like, and I knew, and I was right both times. But, like, it, not everybody is as sensitive, I guess, but that, let's just say there's a lot of peeing on sticks that happen when you think you're pregnant, like when your body starts to have, like, symptoms and you're thinking whether you're trying or not, because with my first, we tried once and we got pregnant, um, but before that, we had a couple scares and it, and we weren't trying, and you pee on a lot of sticks, like, like a lot, even though they tell you, like, only a certain time. But, like, you just start to go crazy. And you know, like, there's no way the test is going to tell you yet. But you still test because you just go insane. Like, it's just... And and most of the time, you don't even know how you feel about it. Like, are you excited? Or are you not? I don't know. Like, what is happening? Like, everybody's situation is different. But there's something that happens when you think you might be pregnant that makes you go a little... Crazy. Well, I was always that really annoying girl everybody was friends with, you know, starting off from, like, when we lost our virginities through college. I'm like, I'm pregnant, guys. They'd be like, you wouldn't even know yet, yeah. Sam. Yeah. And I'd be like, someone go buy me a pregnancy test. I mean, the yeah, amount of pregnancy tests. Yeah. I went through the time I was 18 to, like, 21. Not that I was having sex that often, either. It was just, I was constantly, I was like, guys, I'm pregnant. Like, you're not pregnant. Like, watch, I'm going to have, like, a really hard time having kids one day, and everyone's going to be like, told you 
die. You were never pregnant. I'm like a hypochondriac. I have like yeah. whatever vibes. I've got to be, like, be pregnant. A hot, a I've hypo, caught the pregnancy yeah. again. It's a hypopregniac. <laughs> I think, yeah. Did you buy like the test at Costco? No, I wasted so right. much yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. No, you get it on was, Amazon in bulk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, at that point, you know, that's probably what I... <laughs> I should have done. Yeah. Sorry, guys, TMI, but, you know, I feel yeah. like we're all friends here. Sam is peed on a lot of sticks. I have. <laughs> so, hey. Well, let's talk a little bit about Barbara um, and her, you know, boyfriend, Daryl. Is it Daryl? Yeah? Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. Wait, but can we go back? Do we think Julia is actually pregnant? Oh, um, yes. No. Oh, yeah. I would be pissed if she wasn't. I'm like, you're going to put us through all yeah. of this? I do think she is pregnant. I actually don't think she is. There we go, three to one. I don't think she's pregnant, and here's why. I think the feeling she's feeling in that moment, and I think it makes for a more um, juicy plot line mm-hmm. if she's not, is because I think in that moment, and this, and I'm speaking from personal experience, when I, we had our first pregnancy scare, I was, you know, married, but I was like, I'm not ready for kids. I do not want to get pregnant. I never saw myself as being a mom. Like, I, like, literally would see moms waiting for their kids at the school bus when I was, like, 13 and be like, do they not have anything better to do with their lives? Like, it was disgusting (laughs) to me. Never thought I'd get married. Never thought I would, like, have kids. And when I got, you know, when I thought I was pregnant that first time, I was freaking out. I was like, I'm not ready for this. And in that moment when you get the negative, a lot of times it's when you realize that there's this little part of you that wishes that you had been. And I think that that is a much richer storyline for Delia than if she's pregnant. It's for her to have that moment where she realizes that she's maybe a little bit upset that she is not. Mm-hmm. And what that means for her and what that means for what she thought of herself and what she thinks that she's meant to do or meant to be or how she is as a person. I think that's a much richer storyline and that's kind of what I felt when she was looking in that moment. It was like, oh. Yeah, I I would agree that that would be a better storyline for her is coming to terms with what she really wants rather than just having her be pregnant. Than not being pregnant with her like best friend's boyfriend's baby. (laughs) (laughs) Sam is writing a whole different story. (laughs) I'm digging Sam's story though. Maybe you should ask Tanya for a job. (laughs) (laughs) It happened. I think the intensity of this season has gone into your head. <laughs> well, I don't trust them anymore. I'm like, what are they going to do next now? I mean, honestly. <laughs> Who are all these people? I love it. Well, you know, Barbara, I, I'm, okay, before we get into Barbara and Abby, I just want to talk about her relationship, which is going pretty well. I, yeah. I like that dude. I, I like do too. Dude. I, don't uh, I don't so lukewarm. That's what, I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, I that. like them. I like them in theory. And I even said this, I think, last week. I was like, but I need more heat between the two of them. And what I got this week, show wasn't heat. Like, I didn't know what that was. Even that, like, embrace just wasn't juicy. I was supposed to be tender. Yeah. Was it? I need some heat. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is it, it does frustrate me that they seem to be afraid to show that between the two of them. And it's like, you know what? I wouldn't be a pr- have a, any issue showing them be passionate on scene. And like, I don't why? Because they're overweight. Like, yeah, like everybody I else don't, is rolled around they, exactly. that show. Yeah. Normal they people. don't look yeah. like. Yeah, that's why I'm like, they look normal. Oh. I wouldn't have a problem with them getting it on on mm-hmm. camera. I'm like, woo 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that would be she's, pretty nice to see, actually. Yeah. She's the only one that's kept her clothes on in that entire show. Yeah. Everyone else, we've seen them in some shape, form, or fashion with more than one man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. True. I mean... Oh, the Scott years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm, by the way, so upset just that we haven't seen Will Kemp, you yeah. know? I know. Yeah. Will, where are you? And also, you know, and Paul Adelstein, like, what the heck? No, no, yeah. no. Damn you, prison break. Like, what's happening? It's not cool. They only, they don't have a lot of episodes left. Why can't they just give us what we want? <sighs> yeah. More naked dudes. Paul and Scott. Um, That's right. Definitely more Jake naked dudes. <laughs> Something. Confusing I mean. real life with fiction. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just like, guys, we have a, you know, like, you know, we're all in our adult years. We're not in our early 20s. None of us. <gasps> guys, I just had an idea. What? What if, I know they say that one of the owners of the PB&J place is named Jay, but what if Scott well, is one of, PB like, a partner in the PB&J? He'd definitely be the yeah. P. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he's serving the PB&J's mood. I am there all day. Or the BJ's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I should literally just, like, clip this video and send it to Will Kemp. So wrong. He would die. So right. He, he really would. So right. Perfect name. We love you, Will. Family man. Oh, my yes. God. We're just waiting for you. <laughs> waiting here. <laughs> but back to Barbara. And Abby, um, who goes to see therapy? Like, do co-business owners, like, go to therapy? Is that a thing? I don't know, but I thought it was a really good idea. That they was like It reminds me of whenever we were in elementary school, and I was a peer mediator, oh. where you had to, like, mediate when friends got into fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a guidance yeah. counselor? Yeah. No, 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 well, a peer mediator. I was a peer mediator, as in I was one like of their peers. Like a jury of their peers. Yeah. <laughs> Does, like, the workspace that they rent have a guidance counselor it on It should. Hand? Maybe. <laughs> that place oh, they rent, genius. it should. They have everything. They have a bar. Right. And if that isn't a job, we'll make it one, and I could actually use my degree. Yeah, <laughs> they totally do. They have, like, coaches. Yeah. I mean, it's either that between the two of them or court. And litigation and lawyers cost a whole mm-hmm. lot more than that counselor does. Do you guys think this is getting too ugly? Like, there's not... It's going to be really hard for them to perhaps continue a partnership. They're too opposite ends of the spectrum. No, I think it's realistic. I think you go into business with somebody because you like them and you like their vision or you've worked with them and things get a whole lot different when you're both in charge and trying to split, you know, who is in charge of what. If you both want to have creative vision, it's a really hard partnership to have. If one of you wants to be like, financial and, you know, business operations, and the other one is creative, which is, I think, eventually what should happen with Lady Parts, and I'm hoping that therapy helps them get to that point, where Barbara can really take the reins and be, like, the chief operating officer and be in charge of, like, the operation of the website, and Abby can be in charge of the creative, and they can have input on either way, but really for it to be a healthy partnership and for it to work they need to get to a place where it's like okay we've got a 60 40 split i'm 60 percent of creative you're 60 percent of operations barbara has final say on anything operations and abby has final say on anything creative and they have to have they have to find that split for themselves or it's not going to work as a business 
Yeah, because the thing when you have friendships and stuff of opposites attract or people with different visions, it is funny how some people fail to see what they're good at and Mm -hmm. want to try to do everything. But that's the beauty of partnerships and, you know, teams, like whether you're the Avengers or whatever. (laughs) Everybody has their job. Like, not everybody gets to be Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think... In, in, especially given the way they started their relationship, the only way they're going to be able to continue this, like, partnership is this therapy. Mm-hmm. Because I think they've both, I mean, I will say, I think they both had hugely valid points, and I can see mm-hmm. both both their sides. But if they have any, like, any chance to keep this going, they need to hash it out. Because they're going to either hash it out in the counseling, or it's just going to destroy the business. They have to get this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I will say, though, I think that Barbara and, quite frankly, the rest of the ladies have been not very nice to Abby, considering what they're going through. I What she's going through, I mean, um, I don't know. It's like they don't, they haven't been through it, so they can't really be the support that she needs, which Mike is, which we'll get into next. But I don't know. I felt like Barbara... You know, and she does. She has this thing, and she even said it to her boyfriend that, you know, I always feel like I'm never enough. And if someone says something to you, it's like it kind of peaks up again, and she gets overly sensitive um, and aggressive about it. And I think that Abby's just in a different place. Like, she has so much going on. I think that they should, she should be giving Abby a little bit more slack. It's a nightmare what she's what she was going home to before she sent her father to the nursing home. And that's why I like that Daryl was there to see that. And I think when he pointed that out to Barbara, is Barbara sort of clicked in. And then you saw after he brought it up to her, she really tried to be a little bit more supportive and a little bit less in her face, even though she was frustrated. Because I think she didn't realize it until he was like, yeah, being there every day with her dad, you know, it's like, oh. Yeah, it is a lot. It's not over. Yeah. I I mean, I know you guys all thought Barbara's, like, being pretty horrible this episode. Yeah. I liked Barbara. I agree. I mean, I, I don't think she was being horrible. I mean, I do understand what mm-hmm. Abby's going through is a lot. And it's triggered a lot of people. Like, it triggered Barbara's boyfriend to, to feel whatever he felt. But I kind of feel like... Abby's throwing out a lot of stuff at Barbara. Like, she confronted mm-hmm. her at this party. And, and I... I think as human beings, we can accept so much and give everyone a certain amount of latitude, but it just gets to a certain point because Abby's like touching on Barbara's stuff too, that she has like compacted and thought she had like dealt with. Mm -hmm. So they're both like these wires that are are like are loose and just flying around. And they, they both are like really making touching on each other's like really sensitive points. There's only so much Barbara can take. And now her boyfriend is spinning out because he's thinking about his, his wife that's no longer there. Mm-hmm. That's making her raw and vulnerable. I just think as, as human beings, and the great part about the show is that's just kind of real life. You want to be there for your friend. They've never experienced it. So they don't really know what to do. And Barbara, I think in her mind, the best thing for me to do for Abby in this position is to take as much as I can off her plate with the business but every time I do that, I get criticized and dumped on more and more and more. And I think that's why a lot of what Barbara was feeling was very justified. Because she thought she was helping by doing what she was doing and really taking the reins. And was honestly a little hurt and offended herself by feeling like that wasn't enough. Yeah. And that seemed to be her issue. And that's why, I mean, I didn't think Barbara was out of turn. I did like when Daryl mentioned to her. And, and then, because Barbara had that moment of... Yeah, I could do a little bit better because of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Abby's incredibly selfish. Like, we, we know this. <laughs> yes, yeah. but I this. feel like this time she's not. But no, but she's like that person whose stuff is always bigger, whose issues are always grander, whose problem is always the one that needs to be talked about. And yes, what she's going through is incredibly hard and so difficult and heartbreaking, and it's a lot for anyone to deal with. But that doesn't mean that everybody else around her isn't dealing with their own stuff, too. And she's like that person who, because she's going through this thing that's so big, what you're going through because, oh, your boyfriend was triggered and he's it, that doesn't matter. Or you're feeling not important in the business, that doesn't matter because I'm going through this and this is bigger. And that's so wrong because everybody's stuff, no matter how small in comparison it's still stuff and it still needs to be heard and so for Abby to be like yes give her some slack whatever she's going through a lot but she also needs to hear that other people are going through things too and business can't just stop this conflict between them isn't going to go anywhere she needs to address it and she needs to give it the time and the space that it needs yeah, because that's the thing is, like you say, Abby's problems are always bigger than anybody else's, even though everybody's dealt with pretty big stuff. And mm-hmm. I would agree right now, like, you know, what Abby's dealing with is maybe, in theory, the worst, but it's still her stuff as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, Phoebe's got stuff, Delia's got stuff, mm-hmm. Barbie's got stuff, Abby's got, got stuff. stuff, and they got to fucking deal with it. <laughs> I mean... I- it's interesting. Yeah. Sounds no. like you're wrong. Yeah. You're all wrong. I don't think you're I don't think anyone's wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. I don't think mm. you guys are wrong. Like what you said kind of just about like wires that are going off yeah. and they're crossing. Like that's the thing that's cool about this show is that each character is relatable to somebody in some way, like mm. even a part of them. I mean, I think you said, you know, some people haven't gone through stuff like that with their parents. Right. And, you know, there's, like, things I think I've gone through, you know, and I'm sure other audience members out there were automatically they're on Abby's side because they know that feeling mm-hmm. and how terrible it is. Right. And so, you know, they get defensive, and that's kind of what the characters do in, in their own mm-hmm. ways. And that's why it's a really good show and great writing that we're each, like, able to kind of defend different people and then switch sides and be like, well, that person also had it. I mean, it's human beings and it's actual Mm -hmm. life. And women, you know, guys, I hate to say it, even though we might... People don't agree with it. Like, we're highly emotional, okay? That's, like, what differentiates us from men and sometimes makes us better because we kind of can take a situation in and it might drive us crazy thinking about every single side of it, but we still kind of... You know, that's what makes us unique. And I don't know. I just, that's one of the reasons I love this show. It's like women are crazy, but they're awesome. Oh, <laughs> Deal with it, don't right? Don't forget the crazy awesome, part. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We're freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. Um, and you know, the stuff with Abby and her father, it's really heavy. And, mm-hmm. um, but I, I like the fact that they were able to come to a conclusion that it is better for him to be in a home. Oh, it's the worst. Being There's just got to be something better. I don't know. I just, ugh, the tap dancing yeah. to your grave. Like, yeah. it just, it, I agree with Abby. It looked like everybody in there was either, like, half dead or on their way to being dead or wishing they were dead. And it just is so sad to me that that is, like, what our society has. Like, when yeah. you reach a certain age, it's like, eh, here, this will do. Like, it just, there's gotta be something better than it's just so heartbreaking but what yeah Yeah, i mean it's a difficult thing like 
especially now with society, and we're living a lot longer than we did like two decades ago. And everyone's putting on this brave face of saying, you know, your golden years are your best years, mm-hmm. and you can do whatever. You can retire. And we see all these like commercials with eighty-year-old people like on the beach vacationing. But in real life, it does come down to that. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, well, what do you do? You know, if you are like Abby. She has two kids of her own. She's mm-hmm. divorced. She's trying to get this business off the ground. And it's not a selfishness thing. Like, her father no. really no. does need real 24-hour care. Yeah. Not the nurse who's going to take her 30 minutes no. and, like, give oh. me Coke Zero. Don't worst give me Diet Coke. Right? That ever. was the worst. And, and like, had this art, you know, had this fire burning her house down. He really does need 24-hour care. The unfortunate part is there's just not great care out there, you yeah. know? And it's... What do you do? I mean, her father is, he has these moments where he comes in and out. Mm-hmm. He's not as bad as the man who was drooling. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? But he also may not be as, the guy who sells Mr. encyclopedias, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. he's, you know, worse than him. So they just kind of throw elderly people in these facilities. And I have to say, for some people, they're doing, the, the facilities are doing the best they can. Yeah. yeah. We just haven't, this is such a big issue in this country, and as we all get older yeah. every single second... Somebody needs to address it because yeah. it, there should has there hasn't been this issue in the, in the past. Well, my grandparents are willingly going into an assisted living because they don't want to do anything anymore and are really excited. And I'm like, yeah, and I hear all about these being real parties mm-hmm. and there's yeah. STDs running rampant. Oh in yeah. These. yeah, so obviously yeah. they're the... not that bad. Like, I mean, my <laughs> grandparents are like, yeah, we're just selling the house and we're moving in. Like, I'm gonna, they give you two meals a day at this one. It's nice. I'm like, all right, guys. Like, thanks. <laughs> The STDs is a selling point for your grandparents? Um, no. <laughs> they do have to start you getting guys, condoms it, out yeah. of these things. I know. So they're going like to get one. It might as well be when you're like 80 plus, you know? Exactly. Just like live hard. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you don't have to worry about getting pregnant. It's uh, very, very, very true. true. Even if you've got syphilis, it's like, well, what do I care? I'm going crazy anyway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> See, well, I look on the bright side. It just took a really awkward turn. Like, Oh, well, we could go to that funny line about this. Um, take it into a more awkward turn. Uh, the David Lynch, like, it, it looks like oh. a David Lynch movie. Yeah, that yes. was a great line. Me and Lucretia did yeah. Twin Peaks uh, <laughs> not too long ago, so we definitely appreciated uh, that yeah. David Lynch yeah. shout out. Oh, yeah. I know we all have opinions about Mike and Abby. <laughs> Um, yeah. I felt great about it, but I looked over <laughs> and Tara and Lindsay were like, no. And I was like, you shut up. He was a Jake yeah. substitute. I mean. No, he was mm. there. Like, none of her friends were what she needed. He was her friend and this, like, he love He was interest. a substitute for Jake. She needs and wants Jake to be there. Well, and he's the closest well, thing. He wasn't. And you so know, she's like she had him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like. You want to be two healthy people who get into a relationship together? <laughs> I feel like he is spinning from his divorce. That's been the, his entire theme since he came back at her mother's she's funeral. Divorce. She girl. just dropped her father off at a nursing home, her business, and she's spinning out like she has a, an Abby text message spinning out husband. code. And this is just the perfect time for two people to get together. <laughs> Misery um, loves crazy. Lasting relationship. I, I'm with you um, as much. As I wanted Jake and Abby to get together at the end because I love Jake. I, I think Mike's her man now because he's been there when she yeah. really needed yes. it. And that's all we really want is for someone to be there. And not uh, feel like I want to have sex with you. 
you know, no. blah, blah, blah. It's just like, let me hold your hand. Let me understand what you're going through and let me help you. But I think he um. could do that without them smooching it up outside of the nursing home. Um, I needed the smooch. Right. Are you kidding me? Right. He could be her supporter friend without them tonguing each other down. They did that for me, okay? They did that for people like me because I would have ended this season being like, you're not going to give me a kiss? Yeah. No kiss? No, no. I would have been upset. No. She's yeah, there was not enough sex this season for no. some reason. No, she's going to end up with Jake. Well, Jake should have been there, and I'm really mad that he wasn't yeah. there at all this season. Really so was Abby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as she should be. Let's get into predictions for the last six episodes oh of last season. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Want to start us off? I always make you, Terry. I know you always make me. Um, I actually see Joe and Albert going the distance. Oh, I think so, too. Six episodes, I think they'll go the distance. I do not see Dillian and Paul going the distance because I don't know. Like, because why? I don't know if Dillian really is at the point now where she wants to be happy. I don't know if she's ready to be happy and accept herself for what she's... I know she's trying. Everybody's trying for their, like, Joe and Dillian 2.0 this season, but I don't know. I just... I think Delia still stands in her way when it comes to someone who really cares about her. We haven't really seen someone, like, see how she imploded with Gordon. Like, he really loved her, but mm-hmm. she couldn't take that. I, so I don't really see them going the distance. Whether she has a kid on her hip at the end of it, I don't know. Um, I do want Jake to come back. I'm sorry. If Jake and Abby, mm-hmm. like, runs off into the sunset on <laughs> the last, mm-hmm. the series finale, I would be just as happy. Mike can drive him. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> um <laughs> And I just want Phoebe and her kids in a good place. I want Phoebe to be okay Mm -hmm. standing on her own two feet with her two kids. And her brother is back, of course. We'll have to deal with that. But that's what I want for Phoebe. Okay. So my predictions are kind of Are you ready for this? Right. Okay. (laughs) So I think that Jake and Abby are going to end up together. But not in like a fairy tale run off into the sunset kind of thing. Like in a, I think this whole, whole series has been about the reality of a relationship and divorce and marriage. And I think that just in society in general, we take marriage very lightly as, you know, as a whole that, oh, you can just get divorced and it's become this thing. And I think when you're with somebody for that long, your lives are intertwined. There is something, I, I'm i a firm believer that there is one person out there that just like good, bad, ugly is meant for you and, you know, draws out the best and also can rile up the worst and, and it just works. And I think that all of this is bringing Abby and Jake back to the reality of life that tore them apart and at the heart of it, like, the two of them are meant to be together. And I think there's going to be a very real and raw realization of that. And it's not going to be this, like, oh, life is perfect, we love each other. But it's, like, life is hard and life kind of sucks and stuff gets thrown at us. But at the end of the day, you're the one I wanted there when my mom passed away. You're the one I wanted there when I put my dad in the home. Like, you're mm. the one that I wanted and needed by my side. And I think that's going to be the story that's told or should be just saying i'm not a writer but that's what i would write for this show i think joe's gonna die what yeah what the- so when alana ubak was on i know when mm-hmm. alana ubak was on she alluded to in the end how joe ends up is very adult and it's very shocking 
and I think she's gonna die. And I think we saw um, Frumpkiss come back, and I think it's gonna be something totally horrible. Um, oh but I God. think she's gonna actually yeah. end up in a really good place with this business thriving, and, and her life is gonna finally be on top. And I actually think things with Albert will be good, and I think she's gonna somehow, like, tragically, horribly die. <laughs> just saying. Oh my God. Sorry, yeah. Alana, I love you, but uh, that's what I feel. That's what I just feel. I just feel that for her character. And you know how hormones are. So you might <laughs> want to a great place. <laughs> As in heaven, <laughs> I mean, and I think that um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not done. Uh, Phoebe, I have no idea what the heck's gonna happen with Phoebe. I really do hope that Phoebe, you know, Phoebe, you know, I'm not a big Phoebe fan, but I hope that she finds some like some some little bit of earth to ground herself to, yeah, and, okay, and working through with her brother. But I do not think Delia is pregnant. I think she's going to realize that she wants it. I think we're going to see in the final season her really struggling with this idea of being a mother and what that means and and if she wants that. And then we're I hope that she actually finds like a real relationship with with is it Paul Paul Paul, Paul. Cordero? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's my. <laughs> That's a lot to take in. Uh, Lucretia, how about you? Well, I do feel like somebody sort of has to die. Why? Uh, you know, just it's because be it's life. And, and now it's that you life. mentioned that, I'm like, if it's going to be anyone, I could Joe. see it being Joe. But I feel like she's going to have a happily ever after before. Right? Like, yeah. She's gonna, I do she's feel like be in a great place, and then she's going to die. Yeah, I feel like her business will do well, and then she's with Albert. <laughs> you guys <laughs> I suck. And I'm like, yeah, and that. Scott's gonna come back is at her funeral. Yeah. Yep, that'll be there. <laughs> okay. But yeah, and I feel like Delia, I think, will finally get a healthy relationship, but it won't be with Paul and maybe deciding she wants more out of life than her career. <gasps> She's gonna do yeah. IVF and freeze her eggs and have a baby by herself because she can do it on her own. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. so listen, if Joe's gonna <laughs> die, <laughs> if Joe's gonna die, then it's gonna be Albert's baby. Yeah. And you know, they're gonna be able by they I mean Albert and Delia raise this baby together and they'll call it Joe it'll be a boy or a girl and they'll still call it Joe Um, you need a job with General Hospital yeah everyone has blown my mind right now so those are half real half not real predictions for next season mine were real for the record I fully believe in everything I've said and Winnie Paul has one last one for us Abby's daughter gets pregnant and that's what brings Mm. Abby and Jake back together Yes, she should get knocked out. Oh, God. Hell, we have a death. We have yeah. a uh, IVF. Teenage we have a teenage yeah. pre- Why not? Yeah, we should write these last six episodes no. ourselves. All right, one more time, ladies, to tweet at us. Give us theories that are even crazier than ours or agree with us or tell us we're insane, which we kind of are. Uh, where can everyone find you on social media? I am TJ wagging her tail. Oh, yeah, right. I'm Tara yeah. Johnson, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me at Rockin' Mama Life. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And thank you all so much for tuning in for all the times that you have. Um, and thank you, Alana Ubach. And, of course, like Lisa Edelstein. Yeah. 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 dream season. comes true. Comes true for <laughs> us. Dreams come true for us when they Skype into our show. So thank you for that. And thanks again for watching us. I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Finale. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.